Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today's July 17th. It is officially the All-Star break. Okay, Pirate fans, let's take a deep breath in. Hold it. Now exhale. We made it through the first half of the season. Albeit not pretty, but we made it. The MLB draft started tonight. All-Star game, all these things. Let's get into it. Let's go Bucks. That's a quick fade out. We got so much to get into. My name is Josh. I'm joined as always by my brother Jake. What is up, Jake? How we doing, man? Um, well, let's just get in. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a crazy week. I mean, I I'm gonna tell you that we went to see Indianapolis in Columbus on mm-hmm. Tuesday, and it feels like two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> it's just been a long one. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, I literally, there's just so many things like, so, you know, with the softball tournament Saturday, we didn't right because of the rain, but it's one that I plan and I put on. And so there's a lot of work that goes into it and all those things just to stand there in the rain for an hour and say, we got to cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, a five hour, I, I spent a five hour drive to go to IHOP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And more standing in the rain when one of the guy's battery was dead. And I was like, I'm not leaving until I know something's squared away. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And, you know, so stuff like that, dude, it was just nuts. And then, you know, you got the pirates on Apple TV again. I've already committed to listen. This is this is me being a pain. I understand that. But I've already committed to saying when they're on Apple TV, I'm just not watching. Yeah. It was painful. To watch that broadcast, I will not do it again. I actually pulled up a highlight of um, what was oh, it was the Cal Mitchell diving catch, and I got triggered. Like I was so mad when I when I even just heard the call. I was like, man, I can't even watch a highlight. I, so every highlight's on mute at that point. It's just, and I know this. I is, forgot. I forgot it was on Apple TV. I mean, I was out. For my birthday that night. So that's right. I meant I to say that already. Axes. I meant to put it in the intro. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like, I know it's a me thing. I, and I'm I'm fully I'll wear that. You know, I can get the comments saying like you just gotta, you know, watch on mute and listen on the rate. That's fine. But just can't. can't our, do our, it. our our mom doesn't miss a game and like she she doesn't like to watch it on there either. Yeah. She's like, I almost just muted it and turned it on the radio. Oh, that's what, and that's what you do. You know what I mean? You, yeah. can, you can watch the broadcast and watch, listen to the radio, but, um, it's just time. I can't, I couldn't timing would be off and it'd, it'd be a mess. I would rather just listen to the radio. Yeah. Without, you I know just what I mean? lose interest. I lose interest too quick when it's on the radio. Really? Yeah. Like I can't focus on it. I'm like, well, how, how wait, what? And I just yeah. kind of get lost. I get that. We just, we were doing a lot here. We were loading up the car. We were Mm -hmm. drawing out. Well, we, cause we had a, we had a team jump into the tournament late. So I'm, I'm sitting there making the bracket and then I have to scratch it. Let's do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were just, we were just kind of, you know, jam packed with everything. But, um, we were also like, we were ready to have a bunch of people over. And then we didn't have a bunch of people over because one of the kids is sick. And then, okay, you know, let's go from there. Dude, it was just it's just been wild and I'm also just not very good at rainy days. And yeah. It's, it's been rainy days for a couple days, so anyway, 
enough about me. <laughs> Buckos have also had some rainy days here lately. Yeah. Longest road trip since what 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 did they say? 2009 or something like that. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Cuz 13 games in 12 days. 14 and 13. Well, 14 but 14 and 13. But I thought no, a couple I thought a couple of those were at home. Like I literally have the schedule pulled up and I could just look at it. We were we had the we had the Brewers. Oh wait. Yeah, we had the Brewers at home. Uh we had the Yankees at home for the two of the 14 and 13. Yeah. Then we went on the road for one, two, three, four, and then this whole week. So yeah. Twelve. Twelve and eleven days with the two against the Yankees the, the two days before that. You know what I mean? Fourteen and thirteen, but twelve and eleven because the Reds was a doubleheader. Right. So anyway, um, didn't necessarily, I mean, you started off the week with, with the, the two wins against the Brewers, you hit the, the two against the Marlins. You're like, let's go. And then after four straight wins, you lose four straight. Yep. This is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Good to see him finish with the win, but at the same yeah. time, just a lot kind of going on that you kind of, so Bryce Wilson, he just went three and yeah. a third. So whatever I, he was pitching Tuesday in, in Columbus when we went, dude, and he was good. I was actually really excited. We hurried up down there. We got tickets last minute. We called some friends cause we could get four tickets. We sat in row a right on the field. I mean, you're talking being right there. It wasn't until somebody got up to bat where I was like, literally like they're right there. Yeah. I really wish we were on the other side though, because we were right outside of Columbus's dugout. So, I mean, you could just see in, like, the dudes just gave, they were these kids down there, and they got balls all the time. They gave us a ball. They just walked over here. Okay, cool. Like, you know, because like, we, we did we did last-minute seats. We only had four tickets, so we had the babysitter. So we were all ready mm-hmm. to go. But then when we added the two, we were we called the babysitter. We're like, can we add two, can we add two kids to the <laughs> – so instead okay. of doing our three and their three, we, we took – we took the middle, we took the two-year-olds, ours and theirs, and we just did a lap kind of a thing. Yeah. They were good. It was fine. But it was a good night. Bucks got the win. I think Cal had three hits. Jihuan Bay kind of was the um kind of was the guy though, man. He hit the double and yeah. then the homer. But he had a good game. It was pretty good. A couple hits for Greg Allen, but they weren't like I wasn't impressed with his at bats and he hit the double. That like smoked the line drive backside off the wall. Like that one was good. His other hit was just like an infield hit that they didn't play very well. <laughs> I mean, so it was what it was. Um, Mason Martin still looks like he's just struggling. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer to see. Like it, it, it to be fair, that they, they gave him a heavy dose of left handers. He didn't really have a shot, like as far as like it was all lefties. And that Logan Allen kid is real good for Cleveland or Columbus. Yeah. So, so anyway, it was, it was fun. It was a good night, but that, you know, it is what it was. No swaggerty. Um, Madras was there. He was fine. Um, I don't really know what else. That's it. That's all I got. Carter Benz hit a bomb. They got brought back by their center fielder dead center. And it was gone. He made sports center top 10, like number one that night. Nice. For for taking Carter Ben's home run back. Will Brandon. Brandon or Brandon? He's good. Hmm. He hit the ball hard too. Anyway, that was fun. That's what I got. That's my 
report from watching Indy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. Thank yeah, you. yeah. But, oh, Mike Burrows, <laughs> though, uh, I went down because I thought Mike Burrows was starting. He did yeah. throw two innings, and I think he had five Ks. Like, he was, he was sharp. He was good. Yeah. That's the first time I'd seen him, so I was pretty excited to see Mike Burrows. Good deal. So you had a birthday weekend. You had some things. I know we're 10 minutes in already, and I guess we've talked some bucks, but you had a birthday yeah. weekend. Yep. Got to go throw some axes. That was a lot of fun. That's wife, the thing wife, right now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. The uh, The wife kind of set me up there. She's, ah, oh, so-and-so's busy. You know, we're just going to go with these couple, our couple friend that, you know, we do a lot of stuff with them. We get there. We go out to eat. We get there. I look in, there's like 15 people there. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it was good. You guys still go all out. You guys do the whole thing. You know, the birthday, you the birthday thing. Like you oh, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, cool. yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's fun. It's like the opposite of me. I'm like, don't, don't tell anybody it's my birthday. Don't tell me it's my birthday. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Pipe down. <laughs> That's just kind of, it's just like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm also the guy who's like, oh, there's a school dance. Cool. I'll see you Monday. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. Staying away from that. I didn't go to all of those. I went to a few of them, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And then we were going to go out to play in that tournament again. Yeah. That it rained out. No bueno. Yeah. We ended up going out to eat with the parent, with my, with my parents that, you know, really good. DJ's had some barbecue chicken. They're because if you're going because if you're going out to eat with mom and dad, you're going to DJ's. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I get it. Either DJ's or Roadhouse or Roadhouse. <laughs> but, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and then we just had some family over tonight. Good times for sure. So the draft. Yeah, they draft kicked off tonight. the draft tonight. Pirates had the number four overall pick, and we got Termar Johnson. And I was you wait a minute, you this. like this? Yeah. Oh no, it broke. Well, that sound doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you like this? I do. I, you know, I actually tuned in to the MLB Combine this year. Uh, I, I I watched some of it last year and. It was cool. I was like, ah, man, I hope they keep doing this. I hope they can expand upon it a little bit. I watched as much of it as I could. Could I had time for this year, and Tamar Johnson was one of the ones I got to, you know, watch do some stuff. And I was like, man, this dude's good. And I was telling somebody before the tonight, I was telling somebody before the draft, family member, I says, you know what? I'd love to be able to get Drew Jones, but he ain't going to make it to four. Right. And I said, so I'm, I'm thinking of like realistic picks. I hope we either take cam collier which i would really love or termar johnson i said because he he looked good swing just looks good like man then they said termar johnson i was like yeah all right yeah <laughs> it's like i got one and and so just to go off of that cam collier was was he went what 18 18 to the reds to the reds he's only 17 years old yeah, he, he left high school early, played uh, Cape Cod League, went, I think he played one year at like a junior college or something. Yeah. It's just, man, 
they they said they watched like him playing in the Cape Cod League at 16 years old against sophomores and or juniors and seniors in college and just did not look overmatched at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. But Tamar Johnson was number four in the uh, you know, the MLB rankings and everything. Sure. So going number four. And so Jackson Holiday went first, right? Yep. And then Drew Jackson Jones. Holiday, then Drew Jones. So they had that flip flopped, but Jackson Holiday was picked by the Orioles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Drew Jones by the Diamondbacks. Yeah, is that the order it was in? Yep. So Elijah Green was number three, and he didn't get picked up until I have it right here. Let's go back to that round one. Elijah Green wasn't picked until five. Kumar Rocker actually went three. Uh, yep, that's right. Which was kind of like a, that's a little bit surprising. But you know what's cool is he went three to the to the Rangers who who last year got, um, yeah. lighter. I didn't even I did not even put two and two together. It didn't even dawn on me. So yeah. the Vandy boys that yep. just dominated the college season that year, at least you know the headlines, are back together in in the Texas organization, was ranked thirty eight. <laughs> Kumar Rocker. I, to yeah. me, that's. I don't know. I'm interested to see how that goes. Right. Assuming this time around he signs. I I can imagine. I can't probably imagine feeling fortunate. Probably feeling fortunate to go top ten even. Yeah. Uh, but maybe that's maybe that was their goal. Get him and lighter back together, kind of a thing. Yeah. Drew Jones did go to Arizona. But then Tamar Johnson hits it right. Right there, number four goes number four. Elijah Green. I'm I'm sure Washington probably felt like they, like they got away with one right there. Mm-hmm. And then, not really many surprises after that. I guess the Cubs uh, picking the number twenty four prospect and uh, with the seven pick, but some family stuff. We like the family stuff with the first two. Matt Holiday's kid is is Jackson mm-hmm. Holiday and Andrew Jones. Obviously, is Drew Jones. So kind of like a thing there. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, there's some other ones too we don't need to yeah. get into. Them, Cam but. Collier, Luke Collier. Right, yeah, we were talking about Next Cam, bucket. so that's it. Yeah. So that's there. But Tamar Johnson seems like, so they're just straight up listing him as a second baseman. He's, he's a shortstop kind of a thing. It reminds me of the Nick Gonzalez piece, you know what I mean, where they're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll move. But and, and the same thing, he's a hitter. And he's like a legit yeah. hitter. Uh, you know, he is, and his fielding is good, is very good. Yeah, it's not even that. It's, yeah, it's it, he's not just a hitter. Yeah, it's it's one of those things uh, where they say, well, he's a shortstop who will play second because his glove, but his glove is actually still really good. Mm-hmm. But they just say that like his arm is basically, I mean, he's not going to have an arm for shortstop at the pro level. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's not accurate or anything. You know what I mean? Right. But they're just saying his hands work well. He he's gonna feel the ball well. But as far as quickness and arm and arm strength, he's probably more pressed to be a second baseman. Yeah, which you could see that in like an Adam Frazier type, you know, good hands, field the ball well, not the greatest arm. Yeah, I mean also, they say that, you know, and this is the one that I kind of disagree with. Why, if you're going to move him to second base because of his bat, well, that's a really stupid reason to do it. Yeah. There's enough hitters in Major League Baseball that play shortstop 
in my opinion, where you where you play defense is absolutely zero percent these days. Zero mm-hmm. yeah. percent offensive. It has nothing yeah. to do with it. If you tell me that somebody is the best third baseman, I'm not considering offense at all. No. Not and anymore. It, and people can say, like, well, I mean overall. Well, that's different. But you have to almost yeah. you have to almost conditionalize that. If you tell me he's the best third, but I don't care how he hits. Right. Because positions these days, if you're telling me that positions matter on offense, then I, I just I just don't understand. And matter of fact, Pittsburgh's a good example of that. We have right. a third baseman right now who is not a stereotype. Right. Because he's not a power hitter. And that used to be powers were reserved for corners. So if you were a power hitting shortstop, they would just say move to third because I have no I have no business for a power hitting shortstop. Yeah. When I can have a shortstop who runs faster than you, who has more range than you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's like, no, 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 we can have range, we can have arm strength, and we can have power on the offensive side at shortstop and in center field. So I just don't care anymore. I don't care what position you play according to according to how you hit. It doesn't matter. I can have a contact first baseman these days. So long as as yeah. a team, I have a shortstop and a center fielder who hit for power. I don't care. When I look at offensive players, I, I know that I want some guys who get on base and some guys who hit for power. Some guys who, you know what I mean? Some guys who can steal bases. Yeah. I want offensive tools. And then separately, I also want to make sure that I have a defense. Somehow yeah. make it happen. If Key Brian Hayes yeah. is going to fulfill the role of a, of a typical shortstop or second baseman, which I think maybe offensively he's mostly a, he's mostly a second baseman. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But then he also can provide, like if I have, you know what I mean? If Then if you have O'Neill Cruz who's going to provide you third base offensive numbers but play shortstop, then that's fine. Let's let that happen. Right. I have both of those situations full, but they're just playing the wrong position. That's okay. Yeah, fine. Let it happen. <laughs> it, it just doesn't matter to me anymore. No, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. So anyway, Termar Johnson is a hitter. I don't care what position he ends up playing. Right. The guy's going to hit. It, it says on his MLB deal, this is the one that I was like, okay, this is the thing. Um, he's a potential number one overall choice because he might be the best pure prep hitter in decades. Not right now, in decades. Yeah. That's enough for me to get excited a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if he comes. He's 5'10", right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think I was watching Harold Reynolds. You, you brought up the Harold Reynolds thing, so I went back and I watched the Harold Reynolds thing too. And... <clears throat> He said, I don't care how big you say he is. I don't care how much you say he weighs. The dude can hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it was like last year when he was hitting. What was that? Everybody talks about these things they do in Tampa. So that summer of 21, all those kids were in Tampa and they were hitting. And he hits like seven balls over 450 feet. Are you kidding me? Now, obviously <laughs> with metal bats, you know what I mean? Or Sure. Yeah. Still. So we get another hitter. Uh, Keep bringing them. Yeah. Competitive balance round A and our round two picks, two pitchers. 
And I think that's it for tonight, right? Then the rest of it happens later. So a couple arms, but a big bat. I think when you're when you're picking in the top 10, you're kind of looking for something that's elite. And the way that things go these days, pitchers aren't there. Yeah. I mean, other than when you had the Vandy boys up at the top and you had that whole situation going on. But it's not. I mean, I'm looking at the top 10 in the rankings right now for this year. Number 11 is the first pitcher, and that was Brock Porter. Where did Brock Porter go? I did see his name. I mean, I did I miss it? So Kumar Rocker was the first pitcher that went. The second pitcher was the was the Cubs, who was the 24 ranked and seven overall. They picked a pitcher. Yeah, Gabriel Hughes, ranked 26, went number 10 to Colorado. Number 14 ranked uh, Dylan Lesko went 15th to San Diego as a pitcher. Owen Murphy, number 48 rank, went number 20 to the Braves. Nope, number 15 ranked. Maybe I saw him on... He didn't even go round one. Guys left. J.R. Ritchie. We drafted number 45 ranked Thomas Harrington with Porter still out there. What's up with that? Well, you know what's up with that is this always happens. Is if, if they think he's unsignable. Yeah. Going that late... He's still out. He's still available. Yeah, that's I was saying. Maybe I saw his name come across the bottom. Is yeah, he's still, still available. available, and he's a high school senior, ranked eleven. Yeah, and so I think will. a lot of people are thinking if he's not drafted now, yeah, then he's probably not going. So that makes sense. And Tamar Johnson's not going to be a guy like Henry Davis, where we were able to undersell him a little bit in order to pay some other guys. I, I don't. Yeah, the way that not we load, that, yeah. Not that he's a jerk or anything like that. I just Well, no, but we we drafted him and, and you know, yeah, Henry Davis got, you know, around his slot value. We just drafted yeah. him earlier. We drafted so him. So Tram- like Tramar Tramar Johnson, his slot value was fourth overall. Yeah. So he's going to get his slot value. Mhm. And it's, you know, we're going to we're going to pay him we we paid we paid him uh we paid Davis what he was worth, too. Yeah. Or or close, you know what I mean. So you're looking at seven million bonus. That's what that's what Johnson's gonna get. He's gonna he's gonna get seven million probably. Yeah. Especially as an 18 year old going and getting a bat like that. Like this is different. This is different yeah. from what we've seen. Yeah. That this I mean has the potential to be a big time pick. Yeah, for sure. That uh, Thomas Harrington that we took the competitive competitive balance round. I, I was looking up just a few of his things. This past year in college, uh, I forget what his record was, but anyway, he threw 92.2 innings, 111 strikeouts, 18 walks. Oh. 18. I saw that his velocity was kind of all over the place. Like some days he hits 92 to 93, some days yeah. he hits 94 to 96. That'll balance out. Yeah, I mean, that's but he's a sophomore but, in college. He's draft-eligible sophomore. So, But if you're throwing in the mid-90s, Low to mid nineties. Yeah, you can get away with that if you're walking eighteen guys. That yeah, means you know where to locating. put it. Yep, that's true. Hmm. It'll be fun to watch. I mean, so he's yeah. still pretty young. What was he? Twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, why doesn't it tell me right here his age? Isn't that like the? Isn't that so important? I think he's twenty, <laughs> actually. Because he... how do you not have it right there? Okay, he's he's on the he's gonna be on this page though. He was what around the forties, right there, twenty one. Yeah. Just turned twenty one on the twelfth. Oh my gosh, born in two thousand one. He was born after I graduated high school. That's when you're getting old. That's when you're getting old. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think so far so good mm-hmm. hair. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Johnson's the pick, right? That's the thing. When you have one of yeah. those, when you yeah. have one of those top picks, those are the ones you get excited about. You know, you have guys saying, oh, two years, he'll be there. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Right. I don't know yeah, that for sure. <laughs> we've seen enough from the pirates to think I'd be a I'd I be 20 years it. old. I doubt it. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, we've, we've moved some people pretty quick recently. Yeah, but that's because we've been drafting college guys. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'm just saying. We'll see. Yeah, We'll see. I don't know. Um, Good time to take a break right there. You know, the draft is, is underway. And we have a few things to get into in the, in the second half of this thing. Let's take a break and we'll get into... You know, kind of the first half, what we think, moving into the second half, uh, maybe maybe some of those things. Okay? Sounds good. All right, let's 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 take a short break here. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge, the number two Bucktober. Audio podcast available on your favorite podcast platform. Video podcast available on YouTube. Follow us on the socials and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, take a couple minutes for a review. We'll be right back. Swearingen Bat Company is Ohio's premier wood bat company, specializing in custom wood bats to meet any need from T-ball to senior league. Check out their website at swearingenbaseball.com. Link is in the show notes. Twitter and Instagram at Swearingen Bats. You can also find them on Facebook. Swearingen Bat Company, that's swearingenbaseball.com. Let them know you heard it here. And we're back. Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, all right, we did the draft. Now let's do everything else. Sure. Um, we had a lot of moves uh, th- this week, is, as in no strange no, thing. Not the Pirates. The Pirates. We have a lot of moves. <laughs> uh, navigate through these. Austin Bryce outright to Indianapolis. Marisnik called back up, and unfortunately, as we talked about what could be Brian Reynolds, went on the IL. They basically said, let's get through the All-Star break and yeah. you know, hope, hopefully he'll be back. I think it's a good decision. Absolutely. Let's, let's just not even mess around with this thing. Hopefully yeah. it's not too bad. Um, let's just – you can sit out this road trip. Um, so anyway, more designated cam view – uh, Eric Stout was optioned to Indy. Uh, Greg Allen, I talked about seeing him. He was he was in Indianapolis. Dylan Peters was called back up. Cam View outrighted. Um, and then we talked last week, Aaron Fletcher was designated. He was claimed by the Giants. So Fletcher's gone now. One of the guys that we kind of thought was on his way out here. Mm-hmm. And then Friday was kind of the big one. This was the big day. Heineman came back. And no, Jason DeLay did not get sent down. It was Michael Perez. Jason DeLay has yep. kind of earned a little extended 
extended look here. And I say earned, and I believe it. Absolutely. It's been playing well. Yeah. Obviously, that's not the big one. Cal Mitchell <laughs> Cal Mitchell was called back up. I also said that I just saw him, and he had three hits. Good for yeah. you. Uh, but Jack Sawinski was optioned to Indianapolis. Uh, yeah. Fast forward a couple of days, Bryce Wilson was called up to start t- today. We talked about his start a little bit. Chase DeYoung added to the injured list with knee tendonitis. We t- also talked in the past about Chase DeYoung being good in this bullpen role. Yeah, absolutely. But Jack Sawinski's a story here. 0 for 28 before being sent down. And I'm just going to say, give it to me. Jake, what do you think? <laughs> I think it's a good move. Um, oh. You know, I don't I don't think it's going to be bad for him. I, I think he knows that he can do it at the major league level. And I think he, I'm sure they've had talks with him. I'm, you're not just going to be like, oh, by the way, eh, you're done. Go. No, he's going to go and he's going to get some hits. He's going to get some some playing time. I mean, which he was getting playing time, obviously. You need playing time to go for 28. But, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. Get some playing time. Get some confidence back. You know, I think it's a good move. I think he needed it. It is. There was a couple times you felt like maybe he could. And the power was still showing up. And he was still, mm-hmm. even though the average wasn't. And it's kind of like, yeah, that's okay. But 0 for 28, and it was kind of I, – I just was looking it up, and AAA also does not play during the during the break. Right. And so one of my thoughts was, oh, well, maybe they'll be playing some games instead of being on a break. Maybe he'll be able to – he only played one game after being sent down. So it felt like there was something intentional that they were going to have him work on. Yeah. Maybe that's the case. Maybe they sent him down to get work on something specific. And then, no, we'll let you play a game while you're down there. But mostly, I feel like maybe he's just been working. But then again, he was sent down. That's what I'm saying. And then I looked at it and it was like, oh, well, they played Saturday. Then they didn't play Sunday because of the weather. So, you know, maybe that has nothing to do with it. I I don't know. I, I I don't see it being long. Maybe it's one of those things where, you know, August 2nd's the deadline. Maybe Ben Gamble gets moved and everybody's going to be up. Well, not everybody because Bly Madras won't be and Swaggerty won't be. But, right. you know, maybe it's it, maybe it's that. I have, I have no idea. But I know that he was 0 for 28 and he looked like you're going to come out of this looked one way defeated. or another. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I know that there have been some people saying if he's going to come out of it, he's going to come out of it here. There's something to be said about going and getting your confidence back. Yeah, and it's... I don't care about a low batting average. If you're hitting for power and you're young, I will let you work through that. We know his batting average wasn't great. It's not like the dude was raking, but the power was there, and I will let you continue to hit for power with a low average when you're young to learn. Because... You've learned what you needed to learn in the minor leagues. And him skipping AAA. Yeah, and that's a big one for me, too. I mean, he completely skipped AAA. There might be something that he really does need to work on. And guess what? He's figured out, you know, what it is that he needs to work on. Now go work on it. A couple weeks and come back. That could be it. 
But I still think the guy has shown he can be in the major leagues. Yeah. He's hit 14 home runs. Yeah. So for me, I'm done with the minor leagues on a guy who can show that he can play at the major league level as far as like the big picture, as far as like what do you yeah. need to work on? Because I feel like if you're still hitting for power and you're playing good defense, if the average and the strikeouts are the thing that you need to work on, I feel like you could work on that right there in the show. Yeah. But this is different. This is, we've already, I mean, he's already used his option, right? This is his, so there's nothing hurt there. Right. And, well, at least I think. Or was he just, no, he was added at the beginning of the year, so he was optioned to start the year. Because he was already on, yeah. So you're, you're, the option thing is not part of the game. You're not wasting an option year. And not that he, that even comes into play because this is only his first, and I don't think that he'll even use them. You're 0 for 28, and it's a serious scuffle. You could just go figure it out. Like, yeah. get figure this slump out. Not long-term, right. not what have you been struggling with. Go work on that in the minor leagues. But, like, just go get out of this slump and we'll bring you back. Right. Get out of it, out of the uh, out of the spotlight. That's fair. And I think that that's like a move that's just okay. And it's not like this is brand new. This has been done a million times. Just yeah. get out of your slump and not be on the front page of the newspaper kind of an argument. You know what I mean? I mean, that's not what today looks like, but... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, you know, there's still going to be some attention, but trust me, a lot less attention. People are going to watch what you do in the box score every day in the major leagues. In the minor leagues, maybe not so much. We'll check on you in a, in a, in a week or so. Absolutely, yeah. Let's see how the games went. And I think for a guy like him, I mean, you're talking 0 for 28. Like, that's a lengthy slump. Yeah, it is. That's... So get out of the slump, and then, you know, then you can keep working on what you're working on here at the major league level where you belong. I mean, I really do believe that. Yeah, but I, I think I that I'm okay with, with I'm okay with the O for 28. Get out of a slump. Send down. I don't I don't yeah. see him being down there working on what he struggled with in the you know for the rest of the, no I literally your struggle's been the last 28 at bats. Yeah. If he's clearly in a slump, fix it. Come back. I guess that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. So, talking about that whole first half, 419 winning percentage. We're currently in third place. We're on pace for about 68 and 94. So not too far from what we thought. However, I think the first half went a little bit different than what we thought. Yeah. We, we saw a lot of call-ups a lot earlier than we thought. And then, you know, the normal O'Neill Cruz situation that we kind of, I think everyone saw, but we still complained about it. But we knew that was going to happen. No matter what we wanted, something going on there, huh? Yeah, sorry, my dog. She fell asleep. She must have been dreaming about something. She's making all kinds of noise. <laughs> I had to wake her up. So I that. at the beginning. No, it's fine. At the beginning of the year, I said seventy wins. That was my that was my thing. And you know, we knew there was going to be a struggle. I actually thought, I don't know. So I mean, we're basically right there. We're two wins away from that. Where did right. you say you were at seventy four? Seventy four, seventy five. So you were a little more on the optimistic, but you said at the beginning, 
that you were there because you thought it would get better yeah at the end yeah i thought we'd have you know an upswing at the end like a a, a decent upswing i i feel like we're right where i thought we were going to be but i don't now the way things have played out <laughs> i'm not as optimistic for that as big of an upswing as i was thinking of because your reasoning was we're going to call up guys who are going to spark something. We've already done that. Yeah. So you wonder where that spark's going to come from at this point. Yeah. And and I think that is the question right now. If we're on pace for around 68, because then you say give or take. Yeah. Because, you know, if you say, if you keep your pace, it's give or take. Because your pace is, you know, it's going to fluctuate a little. So you could say anywhere from about 66 to 70 wins would be realistic right now if they continued to do things the way they've been doing them. Mm -hmm. So if they don't continue, does that mean it gets better or it gets worse? They're going to have to be significantly better to get up to 74. And they'd have to be significantly worse to lose 100 games. Yeah. And so... Where do you play on that? I mean, you're talking about a huge six-game swing one way or the other to be a 100-loss team or to be what you thought to be a 74-win team. Yeah. So I actually don't have I – don't, I don't have an answer for that, and I don't think that I have a – I don't think I'm <laughs> going to make – I mean, for me, I'm kind of in a comfortable place with 70 because it, right. it, the ebbs and flows kind of play with what I picked – uh, to where they are right now. If they end up with a 68 and 94, I'm going to feel pretty good saying 70 wins. I'm going to say, yeah, I was right yeah. there. You know what I mean? If they end up going a lot better and winning 72, I'm going to say I was right there. What? How many, ga- how many games in are we? Uh, I got it. The, I got the deal here somewhere. Yeah, I have it. Literally. It's one of these tabs open on my, <laughs> on my deal. I thought, well, what did we just say our record was? Well, I just said we had a 419 winning percentage. I didn't tell oh, you what yeah. the record You're right. was. You're right. I'm looking at our notes right now. And you, uh, yep. I didn't actually put it in there, but I thought that I did. Oh, here it is. We are 39 and 54. Oh, yeah. You asked how many games we were in. So 39 plus 54 is 93. That's how I do math with a calculator. <laughs> so 93 games in. You know what I mean? So you got about yeah. 70, 69 games to go. And so but, we go. And I and I realize that like that's not halfway, but I've always considered the all-star break as I know it's a little more than halfway. Yeah. But to me, that's the halfway point because I feel like as much energy as you put into into that point, you know what I mean? You're gonna have it's now a sprint to the end, you know what I mean? For teams that are in a race. For the pirates. Sure. It's gonna. It feels a little bit different because we're not in a race, really. So you, but you asked because you were going somewhere with that. What are your I, thoughts? I was, and and I'm just, I'm I'm being terrible right now because I'm not using my pen. Like I have a pen sitting right here, and I'm not using it. So, and normally you would use it for. I'm trying to get a thought out of you. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm being bad. I'm I'm not. So. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, if, if if we can turn around and we can be, like, around 500 the rest of the year. Oh, I see what you're saying. You see what I mean? Yeah. And my my brain isn't functioning right because it's been a long weekend. So, and it's midnight. 
And right. I'm not using my pen. <laughs> and I'm not using my pen. I get that. So we got 69 games left. Right. So if 30, you go. Which is 34, 34 and a half games. Right. Is 500. You obviously can't do that. No. So let's say so just let's to go be. one game under 500. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Let's go one game under 500. Let's go 34, so 34 and, 30, and 35. Yep. And you said our record was. That would be. I should have been using my pen. Yeah. That would be 73 wins. So you've got to go over 500 to get to your number. Yes. That's the math I was trying to do. There you go. <laughs> you've got to go over. You've got to be 35 and 34 to finish the year in order to get to your to your preseason prediction. Right. So I'll ask you right now, do they do that? Or do you bail right now saying they will not win 74 games? I don't want to bail on it. No, but and I'm not. It, it, I'm going to say yes, we're going to do it. Oh. Um, just because I want to stick to my guns here. Is that the only re- Are you just being stubborn? It's, it's not. It's not. The, no. Um, I'd bet you $100 they don't go 34, 5 and 34. I don't. I'm not putting that much money on it. <laughs> I'll bet you a dollar. I'll bet you a dollar. Um, He's not very confident, folks. <laughs> no, I'm not super confident. I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to stick to where I, where I thought we were going to end up. Because um, you want to be positive the, and you want to be hopeful. The, one of the positive things that I've been seeing is, um, and, I, and I've promised myself I wouldn't get excited about it, so I'm not going to get excited about it. But I'm starting to notice it. He's going to he's going to talk about the guy that we said we weren't going to talk about and get excited about. Mitch Keller's looked uh, better. <laughs> why did you do this to yourself? And why did I'm you not, do this to Pirates fans everywhere? I'm I'm not getting excited about it. Okay. But I see you, Mitch. I, I see you. I'll give you that. I do see you. Keep grinding, which is which is my words. This is what I've been saying. Keep grinding. I'm here to let him work through it. Mm-hmm. Keep grinding. Yeah. I will be excited for Mitch Keller starts after they happen, not before they happen. Yeah. And I will hold to that 100%. for the rest of the 2022 season. It's fine. And, and 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 that's just what I've told myself in order to cope with this. I will say I will allow myself to get excited about Mitch Keller starts after they happen, but yeah. not before. So so I'm I'm excited to see Roanzi come back whenever yeah. that may be. Yeah, that's it's been a head scratcher a bit, but I do yeah, understand they're they're watching his innings. They are. And they are. and we've talked about that being we expect that. I would rather yeah. see them do that in a year where we're going to be around where we're probably going to be under we're going to be under 70 wins. Is it that I mean that's what I will say. I don't think they hit my number. Because that would have to be where we say we were at 39. So they go 31 and then the math. <laughs> yeah. They go 31 and 38. And I, when I hear 31 and 38, I say, that's probably doable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, that is what a 450. 449 winning percentage, which is an improvement over the 419 that we are right now. Right. And that's doable to get there. Yeah. That's an improvement in the second half. The problem I have with that is August is is a is a dog month, man. 
And a team like this is going to have a hard time in a dog month. It's just a, it's a tough month for young guys. And I look at it and I say, we run into the Brewers twice, the Orioles soon in that month, and we've seen what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you still have the Giants, the Red Sox, the Braves, the Phillies that you all run into. Now, sure, you also get four against the Diamondbacks. I'm not a believer in the Giants. I never have been, but you are going to San Francisco for those games. Yeah. And and you still have, you know, you only have three games against the Reds, but you really, I mean. You're right. That's, yeah. The Reds are a wild card to me. They're the same thing. They're very streaky. I just think that's a really tough month for this team. And it really, shoot, I just clicked on. I just clicked on September. It doesn't get better. Blue Jays, Mets, Cardinals to start off that month. <laughs> Four against the Reds in three days and then back to the Mets. And then you play two more against the Yankees before you get seven against the Cubs and Reds. I mean, I when I look at this schedule and then you finish with, geez, Louise, you finish with six games against the Cardinals at the end of the year. They're going to be pressing for a playoff position. They will not win 70 games this year. That's that's going to be my thing. When I look at that schedule, I don't see it happening. Even yeah. if they play better baseball, I don't see them being better than what they have been so far. Yeah, that's and if a that's schedule. and if that's the case, I, I think it's hard pressed they get to seventy wins playing against the teams that they're playing against. Even if they play better, yeah, there's a lot of games against some very good teams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for some reason, I, I feel like we come out and play better against the better teams. That's a fair point. I so this is another but I thing. Don't, I, but this I don't is another know thing it'll that, be enough to right. You know what I mean, right, right. And this is another thing that that we kind of you know we talked about a little bit before before we hit the record button is young guys. You know, well for good reason. They just it's a it's a tough season for them. And mm-hmm. even if they do start to figure things out, it, it's um, you don't play as many games in the minor leagues as you do in the majors. Now that's starting to change, and maybe this becomes something that's different. But to put a full season, you know, the minor league schedule usually starts after the major league schedule. It finishes before it's over. You just don't play that many games, and it's not about it's not about avoiding injuries, which we've talked about before. Are yeah. players these days really stronger if they're actually weaker? Like right. if you're more fragile, that there's strength in, in, in durability, right? You might be able For to sure. bench more weight than what the guys used to in the nineties, but they were more durable yeah. and there, that, that factors into strength. Durability and, and is part is, of strength. This, this goes further than, than, you know, we expect obviously, but Coward engineers great streak is, never going to be touched and we talked about that and then and that's the durability piece of of this maybe there's maybe there's something to the minor leagues playing more games to to improving durability going forward Mm -hmm. but right now we're not there so no for the sake for the sake of right but for the sake of this discussion because i feel like we we will bring this up again so you know to to avoid that rabbit trail that you and i are very good at going down. Um, th- that's not there yet. And right now, regardless of injury, 
these young players wear down. That might be what we're seeing from Jack Sawinski. Is yeah. just simply tired. Not injured, yeah. not a durable thing, but an endurance thing. Uh, these are the dog days of summer. July and August are tough months. Yeah. And for a young player, like, you're getting, like, yeah, he's had some success, but you're getting thrown to the wolves every single day. Eventually, you get tired, whether yeah. you want to or not. Sometimes it's physical. Sometimes it's mental. And it's not it's not a sign of weakness if you get that. It's just no. this is just how the thing goes, right? Yeah. And I'm not worried about it. It's not something every young player goes through this. If that's what he's, you know, he could just be not clicking. I'm not saying that this is what he's going yeah. through. But young right. players will go through that in these two months. And so we will see more of that. And thinking of this schedule and the fact that this is going to happen because we're so full of young players. You can forget about, to think about a, Cleveland's doing a lot of really good things right now with that young team, which is the, the only reason I bring them up is because they're the only team that's younger than us. Yeah. And they're sitting right now in second place, two games over 500. And you just look at that and you say, but will they? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. The White Sox are starting to play better and they're in a much better spot because they've been that young team. And so you wonder you wonder what happens with a team like that. I'd love to see them go uh, as a young team. Yeah. I'd love to see them succeed. Yeah. But you just kind of have pause there and you enjoy it right now if you're a Cleveland fan, uh, which I live around several of them. So, um, you know, enjoy it and hope that it stays but don't be surprised if it doesn't. They're still in great shape for the future. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. to be ashamed of and nothing to be bummed about if they don't. You're you're in great shape. And that's the way I feel about the Pirates. We know what we're looking at. Yeah. It could get worse with this schedule and with these young players and it you know, we're up against it here. Even if they play better, it might not equal more wins. <laughs> Than what we're see than what we need, yeah. you know what I mean, to have a good season. So with that, we're in third place. Does that matter? No, <laughs> it really doesn't. Short answer. Does it matter if yeah. we finish third, fourth, or fifth in this division right now? Because we have two teams that are good. The Brewers and the, the Cardinals thing, are good teams. And then the it's only just thing a, it matters. The only thing that matters is the outlook, like visually. We didn't finish last in our division, you know. It, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, but I think it matters to uh, the non the the nonchalant fans. Okay, the fringe fans who are saying yeah, how the, how they do better word. Yeah, yeah. And I and I don't use fringe. I don't use fringe as a way like sometimes you're fans, sometimes you're not. No, that's an always fan who watches casually. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're not digging into how, like, oh, they sent Jackson wins. No, they're just going to watch the Pirates. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, even if you watch a lot of games, you can still be that fringe. What I mean by fringe is, do you dive deep or do you just watch your favorite team? Right. You know what I mean? So I, fringe might be a bad word, too, because it makes it feel like you're, you're flighty or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. almost a fan. No, no, no. You're, you're there. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you know, you're just, you're on the fringe just by saying like, I like the pirates. That's Surface my team. Fan. 
and, and I'm surface fan. I'm watching the major league team. I'm not watching the minor league teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to see how go, they're doing. I'm gonna go with surface fan. You watch the surface, you don't get a, you don't dig deep. Sure. That's that's you that, know, that's however you want to word it, if you're one of those fans, which if you are, you're probably not listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. <laughs> You're watching That's Pirates fair. post game. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're watching them guys. You're watching McHenry and Allie and and is yeah. Garrett Jones been on there again? That was fun. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't ever watch the post game. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's what you're watching to yeah. to get your news. You know what I mean? But yeah. But for those people you think it matters that they get third place. I think it does. Okay. Uh Maybe, maybe, maybe it just matters if they get in the playoffs or not. If so, that's rough. <laughs> but also, you know, maybe that loss number is more of a thing for you. And if it is, yeah. then it doesn't matter how everyone else does. It only matters how many games that we lose this year or yeah. win, depending on what the number is that's higher. I think that's where you're at, right? If the win number is higher, I want to know how many wins we had. Oh, we're right. an 83 win team? Okay. But if you're an 83 loss team, then that's like, that's what you are. You're not a 70, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Like, you know, we had them years where you, you won 98. Did you care that you were in second place or did you care that you won 98? I think then you cared you were in second place. Yeah. Sure. But if you're losing 98, it, I don't care what place you got. You lost 98 games. Yeah, yeah. I agree. With, I agree with you on that. I think it's just at the end of the day, if somebody just checks the standings, you're like, oh, I mean, we finished third, though. Yeah, I think as a winning we team, finish yeah, last. I think as a winning team, you care more about the standings. As a losing team, you, you're losing. Yeah. You're not in the playoffs, and now it's just how how. That's how I view it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You're right. That's how I view it. That's how I view it. But I just think that if you don't finish last, it just looks a little better. Yeah, the casual fans. You might say, "Well, we're in a better spot than this team is." You know what I mean? But I I would even say that sometimes about teams who finish ahead of us. I could I could look at Colorado. And maybe it's because I don't know a lot about Colorado, and I'll I'll admit to that I don't. But I could look at Colorado and say, sure, you got more wins than us, and you just beat us in a series. But I like our chances the next three years. Yeah, just I do because like the City Connect uniforms. Yeah, there's been a lot of mixed reviews on that one. Right. Oh, you copied the you copied the license plate, and it's like, <laughs> well, they're trying to connect with the city. They got to copy something. <laughs> That's why I think the the Pirates are going to be so interesting. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, and I've heard, I've seen a lot of people say like, "Oh, you lean into the history of the pirate," and I'm like, "Well, maybe, or maybe it has nothing to do with the pirates." Yeah, you're trying to connect with the city. You, you know what I mean? I've always said like, "Oh, I'll do something with the bridges." You know what I mean? I, I mean, obviously, I'm, you know what I mean? But it's also like, yeah, but kind of the bridge is already part of the pirates, <laughs> at least yeah. PNC Park, right? So you know what I mean? I don't know what they'll do. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and you know what? You wear them, what, once, twice? Who cares? Oh, they've been wearing them a lot. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you like them, you you, you would. I really like Boston's. Boston? And, and Boston doesn't wear theirs a ton. No. But I, but some of these teams, are they're wearing them like every home Sunday game. Hmm. Like, I know Miami wears theirs 
a decent amount. Those red ones? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, once again, avoiding a, a rabbit trail yeah, while no, we're hitting we're the hour good. mark sorry. here. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So, you know, sorry guys, I, we're a po- we we really try to be positive, but we also try to we try to keep it real here, and we try to cover things in a in a, a realistic and I guess um, what's the word reasonable manner. Yeah, it's reasonable to believe. That at this stage of the game, with the schedule coming up and the players that we currently have and the ones that we don't see coming because we've already called them all up, it's just reasonable to think that 70 wins, which is my pick, is probably, if it happens, we've done something really good. And that means we went, what I say, 31 and 38? But that means that we've played well against some really good teams. Yeah. So, you know... Even though that 31 and 38 isn't a great record to finish the season, we've had to beat some good teams to do it. Right. So, uh, with that said, I still think that if you go day to day, there's going to be days where you're going to enjoy watching this team. Oh, yeah. Even with the losses. And you might even enjoy watching a game that they lost. If in your mind you know that you're looking for different things. The season's a wash, guys. They're not going to the postseason. And if you're not going to the postseason, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what a win does for you. Oh, great. It's one more notch to not lose 100. It's a weird thought to not care about a win. The the players need to every single day. Yep. But as a fan, it doesn't do much for me. If they lose, because my prediction was 70, if they win 69, Instead of 70, I was dead on. (laughs) It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't change. So, anyway, obviously, you know, we get to the end of this thing and we talk about what's coming up. Well, what's coming up is the all star break and three more games against the Marlins. Um, they are in Pittsburgh, so you know, go get your pierogi figurines and your beach towels and that. But before that, there's an all star game to be played, and we are baseball fans here. We're not all pirates. David Bednar will be there. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know we'll act, we'll absolutely root for him if he gets in the game. The All Star Game's a it's a wild card for me. You know sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. You look for things to be cool. You look for you know what I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the home run derby kind of takes the stage these days. It's better than the All Star oh, yeah. Game. Yeah. It does get a little you know, tiring. It's, it's kind of, I do watch the whole thing, but the beginning's great. And then the end sometimes is really good. It's the middle. That's like, yeah, we're hitting home runs. Home runs (laughs) are, are fun. They also, if too many of them becomes boring. So I don't think that anything needs to change, but I don't know. I don't like the format. Uh, And we, we talked about this a little bit crazy about it. And I'm gonna go ahead and and if you're if you're uh, not watching on on YouTube, I am sharing my screen a little bit. So we're gonna take a look at the at the bracket here. If you are watching on YouTube, you're looking at it. So we'll try to explain it well. Schwarber, Pujols, Soto, Jose Ramirez, Corey Seager, Julio Rodriguez, the the rookie in Seattle, who by the way was one of the names that was like, oh, Seattle last year wanted Brian Reynolds, and we said, it'll take that kid. 
Yeah. Hence why he's in the home run derby for Seattle and Brian Reynolds still plays for the Pirates. Because <laughs> if you weren't going to send us him, you weren't getting Brian Reynolds. Um, Pete Alonzo and Acuna. Um, they do this one versus the other, which is my problem with this whole thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you could have two great hitters who face each other in the first round and then one of them's not moving on. And then you have to watch another guy hit again who maybe won by hitting eight home runs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's part of it. I think it should be just a pool of eight. The four best move on, a pool of four, four, two best move on. You you pick your winner from that. Everybody yeah. finishes their round. But it's funny, I just said home runs get boring after a while. And in this scenario, if Albert Pujols hits three home runs, Schwarber hits four, he stops. That would favor somebody who says home runs get boring. <laughs> But I also want to see these guys do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because see them take their hacks. The more they get that, I went to the home run derby when it was in Cleveland, and the the Jock Peterson Vlad Guerrero, to me that was the those that Pete Alonso won that home run derby, and I could care less because the show <laughs> was made by Vlad Guerrero and Jock Peterson. Those yeah. two guys stole the show. Pete Alonso may have won it. He was not the star of that show even by the slightest. He had a very forgettable performance. Yeah. Because he barely had to beat anybody he faced. As a Pirates fan, with Josh Bell in it, I was more interested in his performance than I was any of Alonzo's rounds. Acuna knocked uh, Bell out, didn't he? He did, yeah, with a bunch of backside home runs. hmm And, yeah, whatever. And that was a good one. Like mm-hmm. Bell represented himself pretty well. He got it. He got a little line drive happy, and that's what that's what got him out. Yeah. But anyway, that's what I don't like, and that's what. So you you also mentioned a weird thing. It's not four and four. Yeah, I, thought, I don't I don't know the history of it, but I know for a long time it was always you know American versus national. So you had four and four. This year it's there's five National League players and only three. I also didn't like that. Yeah, it was the same sort of thing because they did American and national like versus thing. Only two from each could could move on. Kind of, you know, and I was like, that's dumb too. give me the four best. But anyway. Yeah. So to to wrap this thing up, let's do it. Let's do a bracket live here. We're going to do this is this isn't even going to be mine. This is going to be between me and you here. Schwarber or Pujols moves on. Ah, uh, Schwarber, unfortunately. Soto or Jose Ramirez? Mm, I think Jose Ramirez. Good, that's what I was going to pick too. Seager or Rodriguez? Rodriguez. I think it's Seager. I think he gets the hometown crowd. Okay, let's go back to that. Alonzo or Acuna? Do I have to pick this one? I mean, just I want Acuna just because I'm not a fan of Pete, Al- Pete Alonzo, but Pete Alonzo is going to advance. He's like the home run derby guy. Like he's built for this. He, even though, I like I said, even though he had forgettable performances, it wasn't his fault. To be fair, let me right. go back on that. It wasn't his fault. Right. He was up against guys who didn't hit a lot of home runs. Therefore, he didn't have to. Um, I'm going to go Seager and Acuna just because it's different from what. Wait, that went against both of yours, actually. This was the fan pick. Oh, that's not what I meant to do at all. How can I go back? Uh, maybe click on him in the last round. That's what I try to do. It doesn't do it. 
I can pick that one now. Oh, I yeah, I could just do it that way. Okay. So I'm gonna go Seager Alonzo then. I don't know how to do that when we I, I said it was gonna yeah, be both it, of us, but maybe I'll just pick mine and you can give your thoughts. Cause I want to go with Seeger because I think Seeger's gonna win the whole day. I'm I'm just kidding. Uh Schwarber Ramirez up here. Ah, uh, Schwarber. I just think he's got a good swing for this. Yeah, Ramirez is like so good right now, but there's something about Schwarber when it comes down to just hitting home runs. And Seeger yeah. to me is really easy home runs. And I was just trying to think, like, LA doesn't really favor righties or lefties. No. But Pete Alonso needs to get knocked out. And when it gets to this, I think the LA fans are going to gravitate to Seeger and he's going to use that. And Schwarber wins the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't maybe right so here's is that here's what you think I think it's going to come down to him and Alonzo but you think it's going to be him and Alonzo okay I do but again I I don't know an interesting fact in this home run derby is that Julio Rodriguez was three months and five days old when Albert Pujols made his major league debut Ha, they should they should be against each other. That's the round I want to see. I don't want to see Schwarber and Pujols. When you're going to do verses, yeah. quit the ranking. What are they basing this off of? How many home runs you have? Current home runs. Current home runs. Yeah, that's why Acuna's eight. I don't know. Pujols is eight, are they, Acuna's seven. Are they leaning too far into, into the uh, like legend thing to even put him in this? No. Do you, what are the chances he beats Schwarber in the first round? It's not great, but I think Pujols is going to put on a show. Okay. I, I mean, okay. So BP, here's my next BP. I think Pujols. Now, if Pujols would make it, into he's going to get gassed. Round, he's going to get gassed. So, so will Julio Rodriguez for the same? I don't think so. No, he's a young buck. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Those... he's going to one night. He can do anything. Okay, that's fair. And I think I think he's going to fare pretty well on this thing. But a guy like Schwarber just doesn't have to hit him. It doesn't have to swing that hard. Yeah. And he's not as heavy as he used to be, too. So right. there's, this, you know, some of that goes into it. But guys like Acuna, guys like Acuna, it's like he's either in it or he's not in it because he's an yeah. o, he's an all around hitter. Yeah. And so sometimes I when I see guys like kind of like Juan Soto, if he gets line drive happy, he's out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where if Soto actually shows up and he's hitting fly balls, like Jose Ramirez ain't getting out of the first round. Right. But Corey Seager, is, he's a home run swing. Now that you see everybody who's in it, anybody get one on the roof? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Schwarber so gets too. one on the roof for sure. Seager might get one on the roof. Alonzo might. Alonzo might get one on the roof. And then you Acuna got your... Has- I was going to say, you got your dark horse guys for me. Are Acuna Seeger. Yeah. Now, any of them could. Yeah. But those are the ones I think are most likely to to get one on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. I think it happens though, for sure. I know yeah, we talked too. about that. I think it happens. Although I really do wish there was like a I mean, like if it I don't know. Joey Gallo did not show up before. And I expected him to hit, you know what I mean, to hit yeah. a, a serious homer and he didn't show up, but I don't know. I really like the home run derby as far as like I like to I like to have some people over. I like to watch it. I like to have it, you know, be kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if we will or not. It'll be a last minute thing because Monday nights are a softball night for me. 
which mm-hmm. kind of ticks me off when it comes to stuff like this. Because I'm <laughs> like, come on, man. This is a home run derby. Yeah. But we're going to get rained out anyway. I bet that feel, it's the same feel we were going to play our tournament on. I bet it's already yeah. rained out because yeah. it rained all day here today. So I'll be watching the whole thing. I'm sure of it. So I also have a group of 10 guys who had something planned for tonight, for tomorrow night. So as soon as it's canceled, it's going to be like a home run derby's on at my house. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. And all-star game will be on too this week. So if anybody cares. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I always watch it. It's just much less of an exciting thing. It's more of less. It's more for me like a relaxing, you know, maybe you get to see a couple cool things. Sure. But mom's already invited me up to their house to watch it. Yeah, so. that's good. Well, I'm sure we'll be watching it and also packing boxes, <laughs> which is what yeah. we're, which is what our life consists of right now. Yeah. It's amazing how slow that goes. It's amazing. Yeah. But anyway, that's it, man. Yeah. I, I It's not a great, Hey, wait a minute. Let's, let's backtrack a little bit because I know that we kind of like, we kind of just crushed our dreams a little bit. Termar Johnson, we're excited about this. Yeah, absolutely. This is a good thing. So I understand it's kind of hard for, for a lot of us to get excited about a guy who was going to be here in X amount of years. He'll get traded in six years anyway. <laughs> God. Uh, I've already heard that one tonight. Have you already heard it? Who cares? As soon as he gets good, we'll trade oh, no, him. I, I heard I heard, well, it's a good thing they drafted a shortstop because I know Cruz is going to get traded next year. <laughs> next year? Yeah. yeah it, people just don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. Nah, that's okay, though. I mean, to yeah, be fair, to be fair. It's a track record. History has shown us. Yep. The, the prop, the, what we keep saying here, though, is we're not working with the same people. Yep. So... I still say you got to give him a chance, but thanks for listening. And we're not dogging on you. We understand your pain. Absolutely. And you know, you have, you have every right, every right to say that, to say it and believe it. Mm -hmm. But with that said, we were a little, uh, we were a little doom and gloom in our, in our podcast tonight. So we're going to finish this with a little bit of blues, (laughs) just a little bit of, just a little bit of blues to finish off the episode tonight. We appreciate you guys listening. Remember that we did, uh, we do have some like shirts and stuff available too. So if you want to check that out, it's uh, it's linked wherever you're at. So check Send it out. A picture of you wearing it. Yeah, we did. Him. We did get one. Um, Zed, shout out. But um, thanks for sending that. It's a good time. Uh, but we know we got love some, so it. love seeing it. Uh, but it, guys, it does actually help. So yeah. it's cool. Yeah, it does. It does. So, all right, let's go, Bucks. Let's go, Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks! <laughs>